This is what love smells like. I have satisfied myself. Hello and welcome to Pod Culture Vultures with me, Dino, as always, and joined with me is my hetero life mate, little Keverinosh. He's got a trucker's hat, a trucker's beard, and a trucker's wage packet. <laughs> How's it hanging, Kev? Hang on a minute, I'm just silencing my notifications. Oh, brilliant. There we go. No, no, there we go. You, don't, you don't want that pinging off, do you? I mean, I've, you've yeah. already told me often told me to put the guitar down you can't be having my notifications pinging for all those uh, vulturites out there catching yeah. us on the old social media Instagram Twitter and Facebook lovely good lovely. good plug that well done sir mm. but uh, yes a uh, bit of a speedy intro on this one this week because uh, <laughs> it's really good for the listener isn't it I'm just going to annoy you now after you told not me, me. you told me to put down the guitar oh god you hate that don't you <laughs> no one wants to be you plonking around Oh, I forgot to put the... Uh... That's like Black Adder 1, isn't it? Yeah. Was it... Tajik! Horses! See, <laughs> <laughs> like, like that, don't you? The fucking kettle on. I'll do that in a minute. Anyway. I thought that was a fun then. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what, for a pygmy? <laughs> anyway, how's your week been, sir? It's been good, actually. Um, I'll tell you what, I've... Um... I've made some time to, to, to watch a new TV series. Mm. You, <laughs> yeah. you dirty little kid. Um, uh, I've started watching The Outlaws, Stephen Merchant. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. I watched, yeah. um, I watched the first episode, uh, I think, yes, no, a couple of days ago. Yeah. And then last night I sat there and watched about three episodes because it's got him in it and uh, Christopher Walken yeah. and Eleanor Tomlinson. Yeah. It's, and loads of other familiar faces, but it's brilliant, isn't it? Richard E. Grant's in it at one point as well, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I'm, I'm waiting for him, because on the thumbnails, when you go to the episodes, he's in it, yeah. one but, um, yeah, that's really, that's really, really funny. I just love that bit when he goes to, um, he goes to buy the, the prescription, as it were. Yeah. It's like, uh, that's like uh, 80 quid. I've only got 60, and goes to give it to me, he's like, don't give it to me. Hmm. Well, I'm a little bit confused now because a moment ago it sounds like you wanted money and now I have the money and it's in front of you but yet you don't want it. Yeah. And he has to go give it to the kid and the kid right off, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Then he's like, he's not coming back, is he? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very, very well written. I'll tell, yeah, tell you what I love about it. It is well written. Yeah. And it's very, I mean, I watched it purely based off that off a trailer, I think, on iPlayer. And it was just that moment where he goes to buy the drugs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah, I thought yeah. it's going to be really sort of gimmicky and funny. It's... Serious. It's very dark in places. Mm, yeah, you know, it is. You know, and, and then it's it, it's really funny in others, you know. I think it's it's got a really good balance. And Steve Merch, I know he wrote it with someone else. Elgin, out playing with his marbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I think it's kind of... It's a bit like... Because Gervais has done... Afterlife, which is kind of 
funny and serious. But um, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed um, Outlaws. Um, I thought it was very good. I thought um, Christopher Walken was really good in it. Um, the weird thing is, it's, it's, Christopher Walken doesn't look like my late father at all, mm. but his hair... In it, he's incredible. Isn't it? It's the same as my dad's before he passed away. It's just <laughs> fucking brilliant. So, like, oh god, he's got me dad's hair. <laughs> doing his Christopher Walken, Walken stuff, constantly doing that little breaking that dance that like what dance. he did on the old Fat Boy Slim video, wasn't it? Or yeah, that was, was it. it that Fat was Boy good, Slim. Yeah. Or it was, was it? Fat Boy Slim. Yeah, you know, Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters. But yeah, yeah, he and he's great. He's so it's so unlikely for him to be in it as well. Um, yeah, because well, it's set in Bristol, isn't it? It's set in Bristol. That's where Merchants from. Yeah, but I think he set up a, a meeting with uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, and Steve Merchant made him an omelette, and Christopher was like, "Yeah, fine, I'll do it." Then. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not explained why why he's American or anything, is it? But it's it doesn't need to be. He's he's just the, he's the funny grandfather. I think he? it does in later episodes. It does say because oh, he's obviously come from from Brooklyn. Oh, it does explain it okay, a little cool. bit. But um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll continue watching. Yeah, that that's really worth um, checking out. That was that was really funny. Lovely. Um, did I watch any? I'm trying to think, there's any movies? Oh, that that I'm not sure if you're a fan, but the latest Bullet for My Valentine album is really good. Like, how do you say it? Really. Very good. Just like that. Very good. Yeah. And we saw them at, well, I saw them at Slam Dunk. You went to go see someone else, didn't you? Yeah, no effects. It's clearly much better, superior band. How can you say that? They're completely oh, different. They're completely different. Whoa, I'm joking. Calm it down. Pistols at door, my friend. Whoa, don't start on them. Yeah. Now. Now. <laughs> yeah, no, I will check it out because uh, I do like. Uh, I, think, I, I think you like it, as I said before. It's, it's that perfect balance between. Like metal rock, and uh, yeah, and it's got like, it's got like, really good like melodies and melodic yeah. choruses and stuff. So. I'm really into uh, like uh, rap metal and that at the moment. Biscuit of Limp, Limp yeah. Biscuit, that sort of thing. There's quite a lot of other bands out there I've never heard of before. Yeah. We have to send some more way. Ooh. Yeah, no, I haven't had much on this week as I said to you earlier. I've been ill, um, a little bit, a little bit ill. Not the not the fucking virus. Don't panic. It's just a bit of man flu. Um, but uh, yeah, I was what? What did I watch? I don't think I watched anything new. I'm watching old stuff. I've been watching the Chucky series, which is quite good. Oh, is that out now? Is it? Yeah, it's about seven episodes in now. And Brad Dourif still does the voice. He does the voice, yeah. yeah. And uh, what's her name? Does the is in it? Oh, uh, Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's and it is leading on from the other the other franchise films. That's the one where he's at the army camp, isn't it? He's, he's sl- is it Andy? Yeah. And he's slightly old and he gets sent to an army yeah, camp. Yeah, because the first... The Andy is the Andy used in the first and second one. Yeah. And then I think it's a different one for the third one. Yeah, because he's a lot older. He's supposed to be about 15, aren't Yeah. He? And then he pops up again in a... I think it's in another one of the, pre, uh, the sequels. But he's in the series... What that the original the original kid, kid. yeah oh, it's right. him and the girl that's in the second one mm-hmm. I can't remember what her name is blonde girl um, who's the who's the serial is it serial killer whose spirit goes into him Charles Leroy 
Charles Lee Ray. That's it, yeah. Because yeah, I've always remembered the, the first one. Strangler. Yeah, that's it, yeah. The thing is what I get from the all whole... the voodoo stuff, don't yeah. yeah. Um, but it, none of his victims are strangled like when he's chucking. No, no. <laughs> so he can't get his little can't hands. Get there, can <laughs> <laughs> can't get his little hands around there. Now. That's some uh, elevation going on. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but what did we get up to last weekend? Well, mate, yeah. that's it. We went to the London... Film and Comic Con. We did. And we and much fun was had. At Kensington Olympia, which well, I don't think either of us have been to. I've never been no, there. No, I'd, I'd never been there. I'd definitely be up for going to it again next year. It uh, was the humongous, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was gargantuan, that place. Yeah. Absolutely gargantuan. Met quite a few new new people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Supplied us with some goods. Some goods, yeah. And we're talking about toys here, people. Toys, toys and comics and some artwork, some good artwork. Yeah, I got that cracking John McClane official pin, didn't I? The old Die Hard. Oh pin. yeah, that was good. That yeah. was a that was a sweet <laughs> purchase. That yeah, was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but um, what else we get? Oh, I got those um those Batman sixty six figures. Oh yeah, f- uh, McFarlane ones. McFarlane's, which look just. Like Pucker, them, yeah. yeah. I mean, the the, the Adam one, the Adam West one, because I got him without the cowl. Yeah, looks it's just like him, spitting image. And then the Caesar Romero and the Burt Ward one as well. I really like the Caesar Romero Joker one. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Capel, yeah. boom, and the, oh, yeah, cause the stands, too. aren't they? The stands say boom, Capel, yeah. cluck, yeah. and all that lot. Cluck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's one in there somewhere. Cluck. Egghead, in <laughs> Vincent Price. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, there was there was plenty of, plenty of uh, stalls to get around, plenty of people yeah. in there, and um, so there I bumped was... into Deadpool, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> Craig so... from Slipknot. Yeah, and uh, and and Batman. Yeah, he was very British, and then tried his best bow accent. Bless him. Hello. Alright, I'm Batman. I ain't got any wings, I ain't got any wings. You see me bush photos. <laughs> anyway, let's get stuck in. Now, what shall we talk about? Right, so, Monster Squad, 1987. 82 minutes long. <laughs> Literally just about say an hour and 22 minutes. Boom. Yeah. The perfect thing. Perfect runtime. Run that's, that's 82 minutes, including the credits. I know. I know. I think there is a longer cut of it. But no there, need. There's quite a lot of stuff cut out of it, but again, no need. So, The Monster Squad. Um, sort of a comedy horror, sort of. Bordering on horror. Not, um, not like a nod to the Goonies, isn't it? It's like the Goonies, yeah. like the Goonies in the sort of what is it the Universal Monster, monster Realm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Universal yeah. Monster. Yeah, so the the, uh, the monsters you've got in there are Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein's monster, the Mummy, and the creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, I think I read as well. I know it's going into a little fact too early, but still, they had to make each of those characters slightly different enough so that Universal wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, because so I, I don't think they refer to well, they refer to Dracula, don't they? As yeah. Dracula, but they don't refer to uh, the mummy as the mummy. I don't think. No, and they, they don't. don't. And the creature of the black from creature from the black lagoon. It's, it's not. called something else, isn't it? 
fish is it fish guy or fish yeah, man? Yeah, fish man. Fish man. Fish balls. Yeah. Old fishy McFisherson. But uh yeah. Thing is it starts off in sort of uh starts off in the olden days, um, where you've got Van Helsing That's it, yeah. sort of uh fighting Dracula. But it just looks like a geriatric Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like old. Um, oh God, what's the old Robin Hood guy? Um, Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn. <laughs> looks, like, looks like his dad, doesn't he? Errol Flynn's hairy chin. <laughs> but that's what I, I like that. That opening I thought was brilliant because yeah, I, I it liked just, it. It was it, just it's it sort of you can see like it's saying this this story's going to span like a huge time scale. Yeah. It? Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I mean another like factor rune is like, I think the opening scene is it's it's quite short, isn't it? Because I mean you can yeah. tell they kind of got on with it, but supposedly in the the original sh- script, which was written by Shane Black, who who directed um, Iron Man three and, and and wrote I think films like Legal Weapon and that. Yeah, you know he had this really grand idea that they were going to be storming the castle and there was going to be all these zeppelins and stuff like yeah. that. And Fred Decker, the director who did um, Robocop 3 and also wrote The Predator, which Shane Black directed recently. Yeah. He said, that's a great idea, Shane. The only thing is, this film is only like so many millions. Yeah. And to accomplish that opening scene is going to cost more the than the entire budget. budget of the film. Yeah. yeah, I read that as well. So, you know, again, the, the film, hour and 22 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. And they get on with it. And, and that's the same with the... With the the opening scene because they, they open the castle door don't they and then wallop there's a crystal they don't need to go down the catacombs or anything nah, like that nah, it's very... just gone right there we go yeah you there know. it is I'll have a couple of brides just... the, the amulet the amulet that's it yeah yeah so then we cut to present day and um, you've got Sean who's the main the, the, the leader if you like of the monster squad yeah and his mate I can't remember what his name is they're in sort of like the principal's office aren't they getting bollocked yeah. Um, for drawing horror pictures in there. Is it Patrick? I think so. so yeah. Yeah, that rings yeah, it's Patrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his oversized, stripy 80s shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> his sunnies. But yeah, they've been, uh, they've been... Um, they've been drawing ho- uh, pictures of monsters in uh, a woman's... It's either maths class or English class. Yeah, so it's their teacher who they they say looks a bit like a cat. She says they've got a giant head shaped like a cat. And then obviously when you do see her... She's got a giant head, head shaped, shaped like, like a cat. cat. It's like, brilliant. <laughs> Very good. But also the other guy that's in it is uh, Horace. But even... Like, you can tell this is an 80s film because the, the guy just calls him Fat Kid. That's his nickname. Well, yeah, because I mean... Uh, yeah, yeah, there's no spoiler with that, but I mean, you only find out his name's Horace. Yeah, at the end. At the end, yeah. They just called him Fat Kid. And it's the brother out of uh, the Wonder Years. Um, who's oh, what, who's Horace? No, it's who's bullying him. Oh, the guy who's bullying him, also a little fat Rooney, yeah. is um, Martin McFly's uncle when he's a kid. When he goes back to 1955 and he sits there and he has dinner and they bring the TV over... Yeah. And he says about the whole reruns thing. Yeah. That kid is the know. one sat at the table. He's got the David Crockett hat on. David Crockett, the raccoon hat on. Yeah, but he was the, the older brother in, in the Wonder Years as well. Was that but, the one with Fred Savage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've recently just, uh, they've just brought that back. 
What, they remade it? Yeah, they've remade it. With Fred Savage? No. No. No, they've remade it for the 2021 audience. Right. But the thing is, it's still based in the 60s, um, but with one big difference. Right. That the... What do you think the biggest difference is in 2020? The characters of a different sex. Different ethnicity. Exacto mundo. Okay. <laughs> Can't go I, with original ideas anymore, can they? They've nah. just got to reboot this shit. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I would have done it, but I would have thought they would have done it because that came out in, what, the late 80s, early 90s? Something like that, yeah. And it was based in the 60s. So therefore, wouldn't it have made sense to do it now, but base it in the early nineties or whatever? But no, that's too much imagination going on with no, it. No, 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 yeah, fat kid, Horace. Horace, yeah, yeah. But they're bullying him, aren't they? And uh, for eating a, a bar of chocolate, and he knocks it on the floor, doesn't he? And steps on it. Yeah, steps on him, and he tells him he's got to eat, eat it. it. And, yeah. then, and just in the nick of time, Rudy shows up. Rudy, and. Uh, as every cool kid in the 80s, who did they look like? He looked like Danny Zuko, didn't he? The Fonz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same, same sort of thing, thing isn't it? Yeah, but the Fonz. Got, got his little BMX. Yeah. It's the way he skids into sort of frame, yeah. doesn't he? And he sort of lights lights his, his, lights his signal and lights his match on the boot of his shoe, don't yeah. he? And there he is with the old Rayburns and the, and the yeah. spiky black hair. Giving it some. Hey, what are you doing with my friend Harris here? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he makes the other kid eat it. <laughs> yeah. Although I've got to say, it didn't even look that grubby. If it was a, it was like, no, it didn't. It was like the whole Eddie Murphy thing, didn't it? I mean, because if it was for me and I dropped my Snickers bar and I accidentally stepped on, stepped on, I'd look at it and go, "Well, five second rule: is there any hairs, any dog shit on it?" <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> I got my Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore, I didn't really feel like it was yeah. that. It was that bad. It could have fallen in a big pile of dog shit. I'm still eating it. <laughs> Martin McFly's uncle is not too happy about it, though. No, he? he isn't. Mm. But even at that point, because he refers to him. Well, I'm going to say, he refers to him as a faggot, doesn't he? Which you don't say anymore. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just mad, isn't it? But it's a kid's it's, film. Yeah, it? definitely of its of its time and place, you know. And it's, yeah. That's the thing with a lot of things these days, isn't it? I mean, especially when you're watching the old reruns of things like Blackadder and now they've got all these disclaimers all over it now because the yeah, audience of yeah, today yeah. are a little bit upset with some of the things that they've said. Yeah, but I think, I think putting a disclaimer on it's fair enough if you, you know, it's a warning, but don't. I mean, unless there is a blatant something that could doesn't need to be in there, don't yeah. You know, Ask about with it. Yeah, don't just stop it. But um, but Rudy then joins. The he monster. joins the monster squad. He's got to do the initiation though, isn't he? He's got to answer the the questions because oh, he, he catches him out, Danny, with the silver bullet. Yeah. You know, there's two ways to wear, uh, kill a werewolf. You know, what's the first one? Silver bullet. What's the second one? That's it, it, silver bullet. bullet yeah. You tell me what the second one is, and they're like, "Ah, oh, shit, yeah, we didn't think that far ahead, did we?" <laughs> <laughs> it is only a silver bullet, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's only a silver bullet. Isn't Hence, it? silver bullet with Corey Haim. Yeah, which is another. It's a Stephen King film. Stephen King film, yeah. which also uh, is a link to this film because um, Sean has a T-shirt on with uh, Stephen King rules. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got that. You also get the old thing where there's a. He's got a diary. His mum's gone to an old shop and bought him a, a horror diary, or what she thinks is a horror diary, but it turns out to be. It's all in German, isn't it? 
<laughs> yeah, in Herman the German, and uh, it's um, written in German and. Um, all Van, Van Hill Housing's Diary, isn't it? Something like Van Helsing's Diary, yeah. Yeah, so they've got that. But, um, yeah, so they need someone to translate it, and then there's someone they refer to as Scary German Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, it ends up, to, yeah, because yeah, he looks a bit creepy. The house is very much, it's another one of those houses where it looks a little bit like someone out of It, doesn't it? Like a Tim yeah. Burton movie. And he's peeking behind the old curtains. He looks yeah. a little bit ropey. But when they do finally sort of go in um, to see him he's like the loveliest guy in the world bakes yeah. them a cake he's yeah. offering them Pepsi yeah happy to translate their book for him yeah but they still refer to him as scary, crazy scary, scary, scary German, German guy, guy. Yeah. scary German guy basically he's just a pensioner isn't he he's right? a pensioner his, yeah. his front lawn's grown over a bit his front garden because obviously he can't get out and do it himself because he's too old or what have you and then they're having a pop at him. But as you say, you know, he's, he's lovely. He makes them a cake. He reads the book for them. Very, very friendly man. Sorts them out with a few tasty beverages. But the best, the best bit, I would say, and the probably the only cleverest part of the film, I would say to me, is when the kids say to him, have you ever seen any monsters? Yeah. Okay. yeah. And I think he says something like, I think it sounded like yes, but far too scary for me to explain. Something like, oh, it's not referred to. Or he says no or something. But as he shuts his front door, you can see the numbers tattooed on his arm, which is obviously from prisoner of war camp. Yeah. Jew. So he was obviously a Jew, wasn't he? Yeah. But um, which I thought was was clever and and, and quite right. That's real monsters, isn't it? Yeah, I can't remember exactly what he says now, but it's um. Yeah, yes, I have. I have seen real monsters or something like that, isn't it? And yeah, and he sort of shuts the door, and you see the tattoo, don't you? Yeah, the, the hideous, hideous tattoo. Yeah, because the little sister makes me laugh because they don't. She, she wants Phoebe. Yeah, so she wants to be part of the team, doesn't she? Yeah, and 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 they don't. It's got this like no girls rule allowed, have <laughs> they? Because they even shut her out of the old the den house. Yeah. Um, but it's just when they when they go up to see old scary German guy, because uh, I can't even remember what his if his character's actually got a name. Um, and she's sort of, she's you know, they're, they're sort of being a bit scared, aren't they? And she's yeah. like, don't be chicken shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's the only one who's got the balls, really. Yeah. You know? I think that that is when she meets Frankenstein. Oh, is it then? Is it's it? when she, she means um, meets Frankenstein. So just a quick backstory there. There's a plane transporting uh, Frankenstein's remains, isn't there? And yeah, Dracula yeah. kind of hijacks it, and then the basically cut a long story short, the cargo bay's open, and they it, get dumped out into they get dumped into a swamp, and the swamp just happens to be basically the backyard of the monster squad. <laughs> yeah, um, and right where Van Housing's uh, diaries turned up. Yeah, a bit of a coincidence. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there you go. There you go. Wouldn't have been eighty-two minutes long otherwise if you had to explain all that shit. So it would have been a bit like an Indiana Jones movie, just like hopping around the world, wouldn't they? Yeah. Looking for these amulets and stuff. The amulets. But, um, yeah, I think because the crates fall in the, the swamp thing and um, the fish man, he kind of picks Frankenstein up and then throws him ashore. Yeah. And then Dracula puts these really weird sort of electric things 
uh, onto Frankenstein's bolts of his yeah, neck. Yeah, that, that did make me laugh because I just think like he he's very classic in, yeah. in his in his look. I mean, he's very sort of Christopher Lee kind of style yeah. of Count Dracula, isn't he? And then even in the cargo plane, you know, he he sort of turns into a bat, and even the animation's really smart. Yeah. Although I did notice his cape falls off first, then he turns into a bat. And yeah. then throughout the rest of the film, no many times, how many times he turns into this human form? He's always yeah. got his cape. cape yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, Perfectly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's always got really good hair, hasn't he, Dracula? Yeah, he's got all that brill cream, hasn't he? Slicking it back. How does he do it, though? How does he do it? Yeah. I could probably just look one big dollop. He's probably got like a little canister in his, like, <laughs> I don't know, um, yeah. his waistcoat or something like that. <laughs> what I'm getting at, Kev, is... Does he do it himself or does someone do it for him? Oh, he gets someone to do it for him, doesn't he? Right. He gives them the honour. But why wouldn't he be able to do it himself? He can do it himself. But how? How? Yeah. What do you mean how? How can he do his own hair? What do you mean how can he do his own hair? Well, how would he be able to see what he was doing by doing his own I hair? Remember. He don't need to look in the mirror, does he? he <laughs> well, can't he can't see look in the is... fucking mirror. That's the point, Kevin, baby! Cheeky boy. Although, with those nice... Sharp nails of his, he would get nice little lines. Wouldn't yeah, he? He doing it for himself. can't stand long nails on blokes. Ridiculous. You should have seen me the other day, mate. I had to trim. I did trim my nails a couple of yeah. days ago, but um, I was talking to a member of staff at work, and I looked down and I just said, "Shit!" I said, "I look like Wolverine. I better get this stuff sorted." Because I thought I can't be having them thinking like this geezer yeah. looks pretty smart. You know, it takes pride in his in the way he looks and yeah. stuff, but he can't be fucking bothered to like trim yeah. the old nails. It's like fucking Harvey Keitel in Taxi Driver. Yeah, <laughs> can't be dealing with any of that. So, just um, use his fingernails for snorting coke. That's it. Yeah, picking your nose, picking your ass. Um, so. Where were we? So he's very so, traditional. So, yeah. He's traditional in his in his look. Um, yeah, oh yeah, and then um, yes, he's very yeah, very old school. He's looking at stuff like that, and then yeah, to, to regenerate Frankenstein, he's got this staff. Like you yeah. say it's a really like smart staff, and he's just got these little jump leads. <laughs> these really yeah. shit little jump leads that just come out of of the ears yeah. of this thing, and they just so like walk, happen to be it? long enough, don't they? Yeah. So that he can attach it to Frankenstein's bolts and stuff. And then it extends. So it reminds me of old Alan Partridge. It's an extender. Summons your lightning. But it's like, that was one of the only things that got, was a bit of a letdown for me. Because I just thought everything else looks really cool. Yeah. And that was, I don't know, maybe someone did think this is a really good idea. It wasn't. But maybe at the time they did. Yeah, I think they were just trying to find a quick way of getting it. As you say, I think the the budget wasn't there to do loads of stuff. Do you think? Do you think it was maybe? I, I don't know if they ever did like a range of toys. I mean, you being the toy collector, but it did. It did come to mind that this would make a really good toy. Not to say that it would be electrocuting people, but I mean, it's just you, you know, like um, look at the Ghostbusters ones. You remember the old yeah. figures, and they had the old. Um, the proton Compact, packs, yeah, the twirly, the twirly thing. Yeah. You twist it, and it looks like it's doing it. And I thought maybe it was just something like that. It would make a really good toy. Who, who, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If anyone does know, let us know. Answers on a postcard. That's it. What? Um. Yeah. So uh, Frankenstein's back up and uh, ready for action, and the guy that plays him is uh, Kane in Robocop Two. Tom Noonan, yeah, who's also in the last Stuck action hero, hero yeah. yeah, the axe murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugly git, he was in that. Oh yeah, um, Tom Noonan, yeah, he was Kane in that. Um, but <laughs> with <laughs> cut the scapula, five mil. 
Because <laughs> he's taken the old little, um, yeah, those little sort of capsules in the neck, which oh, look a little bit like you know the lateral flow testing we have to do. <laughs> yeah, they do. It looks like these little do. capsules, yeah, doesn't little it? Like that, yeah. like, oh, I reckon what, that's probably where they got the design. What was it called? They uh, called it something of drug. Nuke. Nuke. That's, that's it. it yeah. yeah, Nuke. Nuke yeah. He's a nuker. Nuke head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just got Did me thinking of Robocop too yeah. now. Did you, do you know that we were saying about Dracula? Because that's why the studio decided to use that actor because he was really, he blew him away when he did his audition. Audition. Yeah. But do you know who originally was lined up and literally going to be given the part? Who? Um, Liam Neeson. Yeah, it's funny. It's one of my funny facts, but he was actually paid yeah. for the part, but they never shot it. Yeah. Imagine Liam Neeson in that. <laughs> I will find you. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. I will find you. An Irish Frank. No, not Frankenstein. Dracula. Dracula. No, but I'm saying, like, if he was Dracula, yeah. I will find you, Frankenstein. Oh, okay. I have a particular set of skills. Teeth. <laughs> to, to teeth, yeah. But, um, yeah, when we were saying about him, the Frankenstein meeting Rudy, the little girl. That scene where she's sitting next to a river is the homage to the original, which is the echo of Boris Karloff seeing the little girl next to the river. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's a similar scene where he walks up to the mm. little girl and she's playing with a doll. Anyway, they become friends, as you would do with a uh, giant zombified weirdo. With massive clogs on <laughs> Big old beefy feet. The other thing that I think is funny with, with a lot of these 80s films is the main character, if it's a kid, their parents, one of them's a cop, an overworked cop who's constantly having to leave the house to go and sort something out. And the other one's Mary Ellen Trainer, who's in like all of the 80s movies. Yeah, well, she's the Riggs' psychiatrist in uh, Lisa Weapon. That's the main yeah, one. Yeah, and she's... Um... She's in Die Hard. She's one of the the parent. Well, she's Sean's mum in the Goonies. That's right. She's in Cuffs, Back to the Future Two. She's in loads of stuff. Yeah. She's yeah. Loads of stuff, but what I meant was the dynamic between the parents. Like one of them's a cop, and then the mum's like always pissed off because he's got to go out of work. That was the thing though, wasn't it? Like in the eighties yeah. and like the the American families and that they say there was always it was it was cool to be a cop. Yeah, but not for your wife who keeps. Fucking moaning on about you having to go out of work. Well, uh, I mean, he has an opportunity, doesn't he? She's like, oh, you don't have to go or, or please stay, you know. Do you never know what might be on the old cards? And he's like, uh, I've got a job to do. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But, uh, yeah, just as another coincidence, uh, Sean's dad's a policeman. That bit did remind me a little bit of, it is nowhere near as cool, but yeah. that bit out of um, Batman 89... We're old Kim Bassinger, she's in the Batcave and she realises Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. And she sort of sort of says, you know, like, stay, we can have a life together or something like yeah. that. And he turns around and goes, But he's out there. And I've got a job to do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. worry, I've I've had my fun with you, yeah. my my love. Yeah, put off your, you go. <laughs> put your tits away, Kim. I'm That's busy it. now. I'll be back. I'll yeah. be back soon. Clean yourself up. That's it, yeah. Get the bat razor out. Yeah. Get yourself there. streamlined. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll be man. back for dinner. 
Yeah, I like um, because obviously they find out that there's loads of these uh, monsters around. Uh, Dracula. They've made friends with Frankenstein, who's an honorary member of the Monster Squad now. Yep. And uh, you've got Wolfman. Who's the, there's a, the guy that plays Wolfman. He's in quite a lot of stuff. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't pinpoint him to be honest with you. Um, but one of the questions they ask, they've sort of talking or sort of um, riffing, is uh, whether Wolfman's got bollocks. <laughs> oh, so they yeah they find themselves in this old little manor, don't they? Looking for the amulet, which they find. Yeah. Um, and then they're talking about the, the does he have bollocks? And then when they're in this manor, yeah, they kick him out of the bollocks. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, to Horace's surprise, and he says, "Wolfman's got nards." That's it. Which but, then became quite a yeah. That was a sort of a saying from the film, which the uh, there's a documentary about the Monster Squad, which is called "Wolfman's Got Nards." <laughs> <laughs> but I love that though because they are just panicking they, there's like a six foot geezer who's a werewolf and mm. they're on either side of him in this corridor they have no idea what to do no. they don't even think about maybe picking up something and whack him on the back of the head he's just like just kick him in the nuts yeah kick him in the bollocks yeah. and uh, obviously he has got bollocks because he uh, goes down like a sack of spuds but yeah but the other funny fiber. thing is when uh, Dracula grabs Horace and he just pops a slice of pizza on Dracula's face. Oh, yeah, see, I've got that down there. Yeah, because, again, in terms of the traditional sense of Dracula being afraid of like, uh, the yeah. garlics and, and the crosses yeah. and that, I just thought, that's brilliant. He just so happens to have a bit of pizza on him, doesn't he? he just so happens to have a bit of He's got fucking has his pizza. garlic pizza. Yeah. Wallop, have a smash on that. Yeah. Ah! Like he's put a bleeding iron on his face. <laughs> yeah, so that was really smart. I'll it. tell you what I loved. Um, and I've got it down here as the weapon ensemble montage. So yeah. like, like most 80s films, I mean, it's, it's, this is definitely... Montage. It definitely borrowed out of Rocky. Absolutely. Yeah. But you've got this this song, Rock Until You Drop, by Michael Cimbello. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great song, but it's just about the team coming together, because Phoebe's now a part of it, obviously, yeah. in Frankenstein. Um, but they, they're ensembling, aren't they? Um, it's like a, a Avengers on, uh, Assemble. So they're all getting their bits to pieces. Rudy's Nick and Silver. He's making bullets at high yeah. school. That's he, the thing that I just thought, you, you, this one tip's too, too far, right? There's no way... Well, mind you, we are talking about American schools. No wonder they have got such weird gun laws over there. Well, you can go to school and make bullets. Yeah, I suppose he's, he's supposed to be just quite imaginative in that sort of sense, isn't he? But um, yeah. I'm just trying to justify it because he does nick the bow and arrow. Yeah. And, and as sneaky and as cool as he does it, yeah. nobody sees him do it. Now... This geezer's dressed in black, like Johnny Cash. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, he walks up, they're doing the firing range, aren't they? Yeah. And then the teacher is instructing a student about, you know, how to use his bow and arrow. Yeah. And he basically walks up alongside him, there happens to be a bow and arrow on the floor, and a case, and a, case and a carry the, case. Thing, yeah. And he does the old, you know, finger and thumb, yeah. doesn't he? A bit like uh, Indiana Jones when he's going to pick the idol off the... Yeah, and he picks his gear up and he scarpers. Yeah. But nobody notices this kid dressed in black nicking a... Nah. But anyway, so by that, so you got, that happens. So then yeah. by the time he's making silver bullets in chemistry class, I just thought, I oh, can just <laughs> let that go yeah. now. Yeah. Yes. So they're, they're, he's doing that and then the rest of the team are doing their thing and it's just this real like classic 80s montage... Great, tro- uh, great song, 
Yeah, I think that was done for the film as well. Because, Most probably, yeah. No, because there's a music video which It's basically that, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. that song when it's for you know, when they used to do Well I suppose it was like uh uh, good enough, Cindy Lauper. When uh, Goonies came out, that they the video to that's got them all in. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. So um, yeah, that that one's really smart. From you know, then they're really the take on the forces of evil. Yeah, uh, but the, another really funny bit is when the 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 little kid who's got the dog, who's I think he's part of the monster. Squad, Eugene. Eugene. Or is it the dog's called Eugene? No, the dog's called Pete. Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Eugene and Pete. Yeah. And uh, he says that he's got a monster in his closet. Oh, was his dad. His dad goes, whoa, there's a monster in He doesn't even look in there. And there is the mummy in there, obviously. As he opens the door, he's, he's going, whoa, whoa, look at this guy. <laughs> it's like, if you were a child, it'd be fucking terrifying, wouldn't it? A bloody old mummy in the, with the half a skeleton chin hanging out and his weird eye. If then he comes into the room and he's like, Okay, everyone, how do you go? How do you go? Come on. Hey, all you monsters. You, you in the corner. There you go. Come on, how do you go? He's in the closet. Woo! And, he, <laughs> and he's actually in the closet. Yeah, he's right in there. And then he shuts the door and he says, you're not sleeping with me and your mum again tonight. So I'm taking those horror comics away. <laughs> and that's it. Just leaves him to it, doesn't he? Just leaves him to it, yeah. yeah. But by that point, he looks round and the mummy has done the Batman. He's buggered off. And he's yeah. buggered off out the window, isn't he? Buggered off out the window. But they do catch the uh, the mummy in the end because uh, Rudy fires one of his bandages to something and he unravels when he's on the back of the car. Right, so with this movie, I've got to say, the killings... You do it yeah. better, don't you? Killings? Oh, How many killings are there? Oh, fantastic. And yeah. this one is brilliant because they're in the car, they're trying to get away. Yeah. The mummy, mummy has walked out onto the street. I think yeah. he's gone over the car... But he's attached to the car, yeah. And they're all shitting themselves, and Rudy's just keeping it cool. It's yeah. Crazy German guys driving, and Rudy's like, "Get me a bit scary of his German scary guy. German guy. Yeah. Give me a little bit of of his ribbon or so." Yeah. And he attaches it to, to the, an arrow. To yeah. an arrow. So again, he's being really creative. Fires it off into the tree as they yeah. go by, and it's just this sort of I don't know, like 10, 20 seconds of it just unraveling. Unraveling, yeah, a bit like Scooby Doo would. Like Scooby Doo would, yeah. yeah. But it's just, it's just absolutely brilliant, though. Yeah. He unravels, 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 and then uh, it's just a skeleton. It's a skull. Skull, sorry. Skull yeah. on the road, isn't it? But yeah. he's, <laughs> he's done. It calls him Band-Aid breath. That's it. It's an insult. But the thing with the mummy, right, is that it's obviously, it's an old Egyptian thing, isn't it, mummifying things, but it's come back to life. It's Everything on it's come back to life, apart from it's... Uh, right leg because it's dragging it along it's a bit limp dick isn't it yeah yeah sort of dragging it oh right i forgot to get my leg (laughs) get me leg uh drac can i borrow a couple of those bolts from your funny little cable to try and regenerate (laughs) my leg please yeah so he's uh waddling along but um then which is another bit that i think is just mental is uh Dracula just goes to their clubhouse, which is basically a tree house in their parents' garden. With a wee bit of dynamite. And he fucking blows it up. And thinks he thinks they're in it. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I switched off only temporarily, but how did he know that's where their clubhouse was? Are we not supposed to think about that? Because I, I, I did think that, because I, I, I don't like pausing and rewinding films. 
to be honest with you, I can't deal. I can't deal uh, with if you, if you've disrupting it, the flow. You've it. If yeah. you've missed it, you've missed it. So I thought about. It. I thought I have seen this film a number of times, but I couldn't remember if he actually knew. But anyway, it I, is a bit strong because he yeah. just goes there and just yeah blows that up, doesn't he? It's something to do. I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong. Something to do with the radio, and it says it over there where he lives. Oh, he goes to the house though. At he first, wants, doesn't he? He wants the book. The book, yeah. The book. So he wants to book. Yeah, that's the other. That's the other thing is they need, in order to stop these, they need a virgin to say a verse of what's in this book to open up a portal to send them back where they came from. So that's what happens at the beginning, isn't it? And then they yeah. all get swept up into this in, in a portal. So you need the amulet, a virgin, and the words. Um, but they ask one of the places. Is it? Did you say Patrick? His name. So it's Patrick. It's Patrick. His sister. Yeah. Who Eugene's been perving on. It's not Eugene. It's it's Rudy, isn't it? Yeah. Not yeah. Sorry. So yeah, not for little Eugene. Sorry. I forgot to mention that Rudy's at, at the time. You just kind of think like Rudy's just like a cool, good guy, yeah. and he's just joining this this guy, these guys, Monster Squad. Because I mean, he is like two grades older. Yeah. Which seems a little bit odd. Yeah. But. When it when you find out really why, it's because he's obviously got uh, got the yawn for this girl. Yeah. And he's just perving on this girl undressing from their treehouse, isn't yeah. he? And uh taking pictures as well. Taking pictures and stuff. And then you find out a little bit later it's Patrick's sister. Yeah. Who is they have to ask is if she's a virgin. But it's not. the way they do it though, isn't it? Yeah. It's the way they do it because they have sit you, her down. Uh, have you is it dunked? Yeah. <laughs> have you been dunked? Have you been dunked? Dorked. Dorked, that's it, yeah. Have you ever been dorked? What? what? But it's when he, he sees the Polaroids when he's got them developed. He <laughs> spits out his milkshake. Man. And obviously that's... he then uses that to blackmail them into doing what they want. That's it, yeah. That's during the montage as well, isn't it? It's terrible, yeah. yeah. It's terrible though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but... In comparison to... You'd never get that in a film now. No, I mean... Some but, bloke... But... But she's never going to, I suppose, and they're not justifying it, um, any no. kind of blackmail, but I, su- I suppose they know that she's not going to believe that they're trying to save the world because yeah. of these monsters. And therefore, I suppose, in, in their in their minds at the time, well, yeah. we've got these photos. If you don't want them going out, you need to do us a favour. <laughs> you need to do, do us a turn. Yeah. Do us a turn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah... Um, so obviously they ask her and she kind of says she is. But we do find out later on that she isn't because it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't count, does it? Well, she goes, they say, well, you said you were a virgin. And she goes, yeah, well, there's one time with Steve that that doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count! <laughs> and then it dawns on them, they're a little bit fucked because then they yeah. thought they had sewn all this up, haven't they? Even yeah. now they're... Obviously, they haven't, and now they need to try and find something else. And then that's when Eugene turns round. So we have skipped a little bit towards the end now, haven't we? Yeah, and he says, "Is is she a virgin? Is she a virgin?" Virgin, yeah. And he obviously um, doesn't know what it is. Little and, Phoebe, in it. Yeah, and obviously she is. But I what I read is another little fact: is the guy that's Dracula, the whole when it was being filmed, he stayed in character, obviously to. Oh, a bit method, wasn't method, it? Method, yeah. And when he held holds Rudy up by the face that got up like that, 
he'd stayed in character all that time. So her fear and scream is genuine. Phoebe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty mental, isn't it? Because he just literally picks her up from her jaw. Yeah, he lifts her up, and but she looks absolutely terrified, and her head on there is real because she actually does think that he's Dracula. Yeah. And this is at the time again another great killing where um, Wolfman turns up. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. And uh, he ends up. Did how does he end up going through the window? Well, they. Sean's dad turns up because obviously they're, they are oh. investigating all these weird killings that have been going off and sightings of monsters and they're kind of very sceptical as you would be. Oh, him and his partner old, um, was old uh, Stan Shaw who's got that yeah. really funny laugh. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't he get killed? Yeah, he gets blown up. So when Dracula goes yes, to the house, he goes, yeah, he's yeah. got the dynamite, doesn't he? He's got another stick of dynamite after he's blown the, their gaff up. And he lobs it in the car. Yeah, and he does tell his mate to get out of the car and his mate just goes, ah! Yeah. The old classic, like, uh, police car, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, this Blew point... his legs off. But at this point, they, yeah, they, they, yeah. <laughs> and they turn up, don't they? Because they're, they're investigating it and they're now, they, they've seen some things themselves. Mm. And um, Dracula has got hold of Phoebe... And the does he try to fly? He tries to fly away, doesn't he? And, and the dad shoots Dracula. He goes through a warehouse window, and this is like really, like really, like horrible, eerie bit where he's like half bat, half, half man, man yeah. which is really man smart. bat. Yeah. And then he's um, and he says the dad's got the stick of dynamite, and he's like, "Suck on this, you son of a bitch." Wolfman turns up. They have a little scrap. Yeah, the dynamite's still lit, isn't it? It's still lit. But he's there to try and help Sean, who's also in there. That's right, yeah. And then they basically... He puts like, the dynamite in his trousers. In front of his trousers and kick, pushes him out of Kicks him out the window. Boom! Wow. Great one. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. The killings are amazing in this film. <laughs> the, killings. They, they, the killings. They really are, though. All of them are really smart. So he blows out in midair, and then all the pieces land on the floor. But as we know, there's only one way to kill a werewolf. Exactly. So therefore, he starts to reattach, doesn't he? Yeah, he re- reanimates. That's one of those times I just think, I'm quite unlucky sometimes in life. And I would literally be like walking down the alleyway, minding my, my own business. <laughs> I got donuts, hey, I got donuts. And suddenly <laughs> I've just got werewolf remains yeah. all over me. Oh, shh. Be like old, uh, what's his name from Goonies? Oh, shit. <laughs> my favourite bit in the movie. <laughs> Old chunk. Whoa, uh, a police chase. Oh, oh shit. Not in the ITV cut. Not in the ITV cut. <laughs> no. So he reattaches and then uh, somehow um, Rudy manages to get a gun off of a policeman. Just takes it out of the holster. Oh, and he's got his silver bullet he's made in chemistry class. Yeah, so he loads it. That. Wallop. Shoots the guy. He instantly turns back to a human. It looks like and just says, thank you. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was good, though, because it sort of humanises the character. And I think that's, yeah. they do that really well in this film. It's not just, They're not just like mindless you know, creatures and, and no. thugs. Because the guy, the guy says thank you because earlier on in the film, he goes to the police precinct, doesn't he? He's like, you've got to lock me up. There's something wrong with yeah. me. I don't know, he calls them and, they, and he says, you know, something wrong with me and they ignore him. He then turns yeah. and then he goes to the police station and, and they lock him up, but they still don't believe it. he's a werewolf because they think werewolves are just made up creatures. Mm. Um, and he ends up Wh- taking out half of the police. Which they are, Kev, just to what? 
made up creatures. Well, they are made up creatures. Yeah. No, but I uh, know. But I mean, they're, they're <laughs> the supposed to be. The they're supposed to be real in the in the film. They're supposed to be real, yeah. aren't they? And they're yeah. in their world. Um, so therefore, by the time it gets around, he he sort of cops the old silver bullet. He's he's happy to be put out of his his misery, as it were. So that's the Wolfman then done. Yeah, I can't remember how the uh, fish bloke gets. No, done. I do, because this bit is brilliant. I've actually got this down here. So Horace is being um, he pops up out of a sewer, and he's chase he yes, chases Horace to the store. Yeah, and in the store is the bully, so Martin McFly's yeah. uncle. He's He's saying, let me in, let me in. And they're going, no, 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 we're not going to let you in. So there, Horace is backed up against this door. No way of escape. He turns around. There's like a copper's, who I think he's dead. Pump action rifle. Yeah, got the shotgun. Yeah. Pumps that. Takes out the creature from Black Lagoon. So he's dead. And then then they they open up the door and they come out and they're like, whoa. Like, I don't know, like, fat kid, you're you're really cool. And he goes, my name. Is Horace. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's my that's favourite it, bit of the yeah, movie. That's, that's my favourite bit of the movie, that was. That is a good killing. Yeah. My name is Horace. Good killing. So then, um, by this, yeah, so this point, then they've got Phoebe, who's now reading Van Helsen's diary uh, because uh, Scary German Guy is translating it for her. And mm. she's got the amulet. She's twinkling it. She's reading the book. Um, and then the portal does open. Yeah, I was thinking it's funny in that bit as well because Josh it's scary because when Dracula picks her out, he goes, Give me the amulet, you bitch. Yeah, it's a bit strong, isn't it? It's like she's a fucking child. Yeah, look, yeah she's yeah. five years old, isn't she? And he says to Sean's dad, I will have your son. Mm. All right, mate, it's a bit noncy. Mm. <laughs> this guy's like crossing the line, though, isn't he? Yeah. A but, bit, um, a wee bit. But uh, really, it is a good film, and uh, obviously the. Uh, Portal opens and sends, well, it sends Dracula back into Van Helsing's arms so he can carry on the fight. He's like trying to strangle him, isn't he? Well, he he he, he does he doesn't. Well, um, I'm just trying to think. Oh, no, so that when he's when Dracula's holding up Phoebe, mm-hmm. the reason he puts her down is because old um, Frankenstein like lays a hand on him, doesn't he? Then he throws him oh, onto the spike. Yes, so you think, so. oh, he's being spiked through the heart. Oh, yeah. But he hasn't. It's like you just missed him. Portal opens. Everyone's getting sort of dragged in and they're holding on to whatever they can. So Sean is holding on to his dad. Yeah. And then Dracula gets hold of Sean. They get dragged. And this bit's brilliant because they're getting dragged and, and Sean manages to just so happen to pick up something as he passes by. And it's like a broom handle. So he fucking clumps Dracula. Yeah, again. Still not... Still not dead with a, with no. a second like spear through the heart. Then he comes off with Dracula, doesn't he? And his dad grabs him again. And mm. then that's when Van Helsing gets he his hands on him. him again. And then he's he? got that little cheesy, gives, yeah, him, gives him the him thumbs, thumbs up, up, gives him the thumbs up. Yeah, cheers, man. It's just fucking chaos in there doing each other's thumbs. I see. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So that's it. They go into the portal. They save the day. And yeah. then you know the uh, was it like the national guard turn up just when everything's been done and dusted. Yeah, and they asked young Eugene sent him a the Eugene's yeah sent a, yeah a, a note and he like a telegram or something. I said yeah the geezer <laughs> the, the general's got the old classic cigar, cigar. and tash isn't he? and he yeah. and he's just like uh, you know we thought there was a crisis here or something like don't worry about it mate we've sorted it who are you and he Sean turns around with the whole gang around him and says 
There's a monster squad. Boom, done. But he uh, he gives him a card with the monster squad on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminds me a bit of American Psycho. Silly yeah. and rail. Oh, my God, he even has a watermark. <laughs> <laughs> Very simple, simplistic in design, does the job. <laughs> and that's it. And then that sort of wraps up the movie, done it? And then yeah. another thing I love about the old 80s movies is a lot of them have like a rap song at the end of it and it is the Monster Squad rap and it's shit and it... <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it entertains me yeah yeah it does that just the Monster Squad rap it's so, a so good prevail they defeat the Monsters of Darkness mm. um, and yeah I mean for, for it's, it's a pretty short film it gets on with it does the job um, I did I, I mean I really enjoyed it and I thought it was quite multi-layered I think with like you know, the, the mum and dad having issues, you know, but the father is very protective of his son, mm. you know, and he, you know, he puts his life on the line. He's not just like this, this, this cop who don't give a shit and his job's yeah. more important. Um, I also like, you know, the, that sort of lack of prejudice when Phoebe befriends Frankenstein because she, she just wants to have friends and it doesn't matter yeah. who they are, you know, yeah. and this eight foot... Odd looking Monster. ball. Monster turns <laughs> up and she just wants to be friends with him, you know, and dresses him and stuff like that. And I, I love that sort of, that, that like sweetness. In e, that's in, that is kind of reminiscent of E.T. when Drew Barrymore dresses oh, up E.T. Oh, yeah, uh, right, yeah. So it's definitely pinching quite a few, like, It is, it's drawing moments, on, it's yeah. drawing on stuff. Yeah, because yeah. if you, you think she puts the scarf around E.T. and the hat. But I suppose also a bit like Goonies, the whole thing with Sloth, don't they? They embrace him. You know, yeah. they they don't just look at him well, as this yeah, kind of creature. Again, you know, yeah. so again, it's yeah. it's definitely influenced by many of these sort of films. But I, but I really like that. I, I thought you know, it, <laughs> you never think right. Sorry, ET when it's dressed as a woman, right? Who it, who does it look like? It's like Gal from Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does a bit actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless her. But yeah, um. I, I think I think Monster Squad's brilliant. It's it was a film I remember seeing very early on, and it always stuck with me. And yeah, I really liked it early on. I remember I went to I don't know we went we went to like a, a Red Arrows display or something, and sometimes they used to have stalls and stuff there, and someone was selling posters, film posters. What they had Monster Squad. And they had the Monster Squad, and I got that. which is a really good poster it's as well. It's an amazing poster. That's why I got it because. Uh, I hadn't seen the film or anything. I just really liked the poster, and uh, yeah, look at it. Look, it's so eighties, it isn't good. it? Yeah, that's it. I had it up on the wall for years, and uh, it's probably worth money now. But um, that's long perished. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get that shit framed. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I Monster Squad. I love it. I mean, I'm watching it again. It's been quite a few years. Since I watched it, um, mm. but I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'd give it an eight out of ten. I'm not even going to argue with that, Kev. I'm going to join you on an eight out of ten now. Ooh, bingo bongo, bingo bongo. Yeah, I think it is just a standard. It's considered a cult classic now. Yeah, um, as I said before, it has got a documentary about it, but I do think for that film, it cost twelve million to make, and it only took just under four million. Uh, when it came out, so it's obviously been a long burn for them to get their money back on it, which is obviously why there wasn't any more and it wasn't franchised. Yeah, but then I suppose in a way it's kind of good that happened because it's just wrapped up in one movie. Yeah. Because I mean, you say about franchises, 
I heard on the news only yesterday that they released the the title for the new Fantastic Beasts movie. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. Like the, I don't know, the something of Grindel. Uh, No, something of... um, Oh, I can't even remember who the bloody wizard is now. Um, Harry Potter. He's one of them, isn't he? No, Ga- the, not, Gandalf. Not Gandalf. He looks like Gandalf. Michael Gambon played him. Richard Harris played him. And now Jude Law's playing him. Um, Dumbledore. I think it's like it's like the history of Dumbledore, or something like that. Right. So they they, they released this. Nothing. Okay. There's, there's Dumbledore's cock. Dumbledore's, yeah. That's the X-rated one. Yeah. Ooh, I thought a little was... swing on my Dumbledore. Ooh. <laughs> But um, yeah. So they this is the third film in this franchise, and then they announced yeah. But then, then they announced it's going to be five movies. And you think fuck me like, <laughs> what kind of filmmaker are you if you can't tell that story in the three movies? And you know what's going to be the fi- the, the fi- fourth and fifth movie? It's going to be a split movie because it's the geezer who's directed the last few Harry Potters who split the last one into two films. Greedy. It's now done these ones. So therefore, with the Monster co- Squad. Yeah, I think it was great that that kind of happened because it just solidified it into that one movie. I think, yeah, I think it, it it's works. Not it's not drawn out. Yeah. It would have been drawn out. The old standalone, like they do comics, is a one shot. But yeah, I just think I think if it had done better, it would have been. It would have gone into a. Mind you, Goonies didn't have a second film, did it? No, but I suppose these films are made at a time. Yeah, where they they. They concentrated just on that film, you know, because I mean, yeah. these these days, I mean, especially if you look at, um, since you take like the Marvel movies for instance. So yeah. when they started out doing that, I remember Chris Evans when he signed up to be Captain America. Not he, like Chris Evans. No, no, not the other one. Um, Ginge. He he signed up for six movies. I think he ended up being in, I think a total of it's maybe seven or eight of like cameos. Yeah. But you sign up. For six fucking movies, or you sign up for a trilogy of movies. Mm. Back then, you didn't do that. So again, with Die Hard, they were never going to make five Die Hards, nah, because they took such a chance with Bruce Willis. Yeah. So they were like, "Okay, we're just going to make this one movie." Yes, they did franchise it. Yeah, but it was there. I don't think there would have been a need to franchise uh, Monster Squad. But if they made it now, it'd either be a, a TV series. In which they I could flog it, it for, for five yeah. seasons, or yeah, they'd make three films. Or I reckon it'd be a a TV series, different monster every week. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because they kind of uh, I can't remember where I was going with that. The because they did it with Heather's. Did you watch that series? I didn't bother. I, didn't I bother. quite liked it. It was all right. It was it? all right. Yeah. But yeah, that I don't know if they'll do another season of that, but it was quite it was quite interesting the way they went about doing it all. I think that was at a time, wasn't it, when they were taking these classic movies um and then just turning them into T V shows. Well they're all becoming T V shows. Now they did Scream a couple of years ago, didn't they, the T V series. And now they've got the I Know What You Did Last Summer T V oh, series yeah, coming, coming out. out yeah. And I think they're bringing Dexter back. Yeah, I think they're going to do like a limited run, aren't they, to just yeah. try and rectify that. Because I, mean, I, I, I like the ending, to be honest with you. Because um, after watching it for, what, six, seven seasons, I did kind of think, how would you wrap this up? But I thought <laughs> yeah. I thought they did wrap it up. But yeah. a lot of people didn't like it, so therefore they're saying, oh, they're going to do a limited run to kind of rectify that. But, but mind you, so it's also like the those 
those rumours of of Disney remaking the last three Star Wars movies. Have you heard about that? No. That was that's another one because um, I think there was an original plan for the movies, being that there would be three individual directors. So you had J.J. Abrams, didn't you? You had Ryan Johnson, and then you had uh, Colin Tevereau. Yeah. Um, and I think the original idea was they kind of mapped out that sort of arc of that end yeah. of that trilogy, end of that, that saga. But then Colin Trevorrow dropped out, yeah, for, for whatever reason, and he did his Jurassic Park or whatever. And then JJ came in, didn't he, to finish it off? But supposedly the film that JJ Abrahams did was not, I think, what there was originally planned. But anyway, it's just like they're what talking the about, yeah, one? remaking that. And it's just... But then, how long would it be before they remake the prequels and then remake the originals? Yeah, well, I, I don't know if it's like a, a Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale contract where they can't remake, no one can remake Back to the Future until they're dead, <laughs> which is well, I think is brilliant. I mean, I know they've got like a musical, but obviously they've given their say-so for that, you know. Um, but it does make you wonder, yeah, I mean, in, in time, now the House of Mouths own Star Wars will they get to a point and they'll go actually we want to we want to remake yeah. that yeah TV series I mean the films are like like the first one's nearly 45 I years I think old. it'd be good with with that Star Wars they've gone about doing a series of an early I don't know if it's stories or it's based on computer game or what have you but they would it kind of rumoured that they'd get the guy who played Han Solo in Solo back and this guy that really looks like Mark Hamill when he was younger to play Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Cause Ron Howard has said that he'd like to do another Solo, which I thought was brilliant myself. I thought it was brilliant mm. and I think it was the closest to the original films that there was for sort of balance between comedy and action etc so we'll see we will see and that is Monster Squad so Monster Squad not bad awesome lovely great m- 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 movie sweet as sweet as now just as a little one because I know we haven't been doing this regularly anymore what would you give it though actually rating that then We've already done that. Have we? Yeah. All right, we'll forget that then. <laughs> what are you fucking doing, Moshe? <laughs> really trying to fuck me up, aren't you? <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, so I know we haven't done... Uh, see if I can tickle Kev's fancy like regularly, but I did find this this week, right, and I've only got one. Okay. Right, so I'm just going to hand you the phone, and I want you to read it out nice and loud. All right, give us the blower. Help! I've got a Jamie Oliver garlic press up my arse. <laughs> Paul's desperate 999 call. And there's a picture of Richard Richard. <coughs> but it's the x-ray and it is right, right up, up there. there isn't it? Yeah. Why would you put a, a garlic press up your arse? He's obviously gone for the fat end first as well, isn't he? Oh, mate, I don't even know if that's... Oh. Help! Right up there, that isn't it? What's that? It's got to be about 15 inches worth. <laughs> it's just a fact. I wonder if you left the garlic in there. Well, I just thought it was funny that he had to mention that it's a Jamie Oliver one. <laughs> I better get the brand in there. Did yeah. he hashtag it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Oliver, your fucking garlic presses are a fucking disgrace. Yes, yes. 
I've had this stuck up my ass two weeks. <laughs> I'm bunged up down yeah. there, I tell you. Although my turds are compressed into a nice, easy, <laughs> comfortable push. <laughs> Actually, they did come out like that as well. Oh. <laughs> bit much, isn't it? It is a bit much. Anyway, I think we'll leave it there this week for that one. We will do indeed. I want you to tell all your friends about me. Yeah. Catch us on the old Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. We've also, actually, if you click on our little link in our bios now, you'll also get access to our little mood board on Pinterest. It's all the little things that influence us, you know, in terms of putting this stuff together. And we've also devised... A lovely, and I mean a lovely little playlist for you on Spotify. Oh. Just a lot of the music that you and I like. A real, uh, a real collection, yeah. a real array. array. Lovely. Yeah. Array, so yeah. give you, give your ears a treat. Yeah. So not give ears a treat. Give them a little bath in some vultures retro music. Music. <laughs> Tunes, baby. Tunes. But yeah, there might be something on there. Yeah. Vultures deep bath. <laughs> Very nice indeed. But. Uh, yeah, and also um, we've got uh, we've got a bit of info on the people that we met last week and their their businesses. Yeah, so we've been celebrating them on uh, on the old socials. So big thanks to them as well. Yeah. Um, but that's it. I think that's uh, that. I do. Yeah, that's yeah. you know the last... that's it for this week. And uh, what we've got coming up very very soon is a fucking treat for you all. We have devised, me, myself, and Kev Arunosh here, we have, uh-huh. as a treat, given you the 12, leading 12 days up to Christmas, 12 Christmas movies that uh, obviously we love. So uh, that's a 10 minute podcast of us annoying the shit out of you about Christmas from around the 13th of December, right up to the 24th. Some absolute gems as well. Some yeah. absolute gems. Some which some of you might be arguing, how's that a Christmas movie? They are. Yeah. They are. They are. They are. They are. They are. Anyway. Catch you on the flippity flop. Why? My hat was on the bottom. I could.